Everybody's ready? Yep, ready. Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first name. I'm Mandy Kaplan. I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over books, TV, movies, latest trends, and of course, all of Mandy's dumb ideas. Get on your couch, folks. Let's get to it. (laughs) Cut this shit. Now, that, yeah. that song, can we get a little more? Can you bring up that song again? Man? It's the man cave. Rubbing you wrong. It's the man cave. Let's sing along. Hmm? That improvised, quick, little bit, little ditty you did was better than anything I heard in Tootsie the Musical this yesterday <gasps> on Mother's Day. How? Wait a minute. Where was Tootsie the musical and how do I not know about this? It was it's the national tour. It's at the Dolby Theater. Oh. Oh. And right, I, I did know. Took Casey for Mother's Day. And um oh, It's no. not good. Oh, that's too bad. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, watch the movie again. <laughs> it's a corn cob. No, ma- yeah, it's the so Ugh. here's for those who are giant Tootsie fans and who isn't right. Anyone above the age of 25 has seen the movie Tootsie, loves it, reveres it. Yeah. Fuck you. If you're not a giant Tootsie fan is what I she yeah. said. Yeah, it, yeah, not if you me. don't like Tootsie, so just hang up. Stop listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> hang up. So they they modernized it. It was not set in the 80s. They made it so that Dorothy Michaels gets a job in a play, not on TV, not on a soap opera. So that takes all the stakes and flushes them down the toilet. Because when Dorothy (sighs) Michaels is on TV going, I beg you to treat me with respect, sir, or whatever, right? All of American women were on board and she received thousands of fan letters and America cared about Dorothy Michaels. Yeah. Dorothy Michaels in a play with like a cast of six takes all of that away. Wow. Wow. That's really interesting. And they didn't compensate for that with anything. Not even good music, I guess. Not good music. Not (laughs) good performances, I hate to say. Oh, no. Although maybe it all picked up in the second act, but we left. Did you say national? You left? We left. Yeah. Oh, do you usually leave or is that like big? No, I mean, are you a lever? I'm I'm a I don't have enough time on this planet person. If Casey had said, (laughs) I'm loving it. Of course, we would have stayed. Yeah, Uh, but we left. Neither one of us was was appreciating it. Well, good for you. Thank you. That's great. I don't my children are not nearly as discerning. (laughs) No, your kids love everything. And it's great. I know. Oh, my God. We sat through Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which there were fun moments at least there were fun moments of that one but it's not you know it's we were it was at that moment patrick and i looked at each other and we're like oh my god Mm -hmm. because every time they ever heard a new musical that of course was the soundtrack of our lives for the next three months until they saw the next musical that has not changed in your house i like that you're like back when they were kid that's i mean that's still the way it is that's true well, now they go to, they go, no, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Yep. They see a musical and then they go home and they choreograph the whole thing and they memorize all the lyrics and they, yeah. That's why I love I them. almost sent you video because they were out back doing six the other day, which 
one of the greatest gifts you've ever given to our family. And also, I realized how you were setting me up to fail with other parents because there's nothing like having a a, a nine-year-old, 10-year-old girl singing, all you want to do, all you want to do is touch me, yeah. love me, can't get enough. And then have her mom watching the, the dance that they're choreographing. Mm-hmm. And, and like, she's literally swinging. If it had been a pole, that would have been maybe the only <laughs> thing more offensive than how her 10-year-old is like swinging and like being all sexy. Mansturbating. My, yeah. Mansturbating. Yeah. Um, so it did not make me look good, but still again. Um, hey, I'm all about giving. How was your Mother's Day? What did you do? It was great. Yeah. It was great. I um I had some fun doing a little work on a little project I like to call Miscast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I you were doing. Uh-huh. Did a little work for that coming up. What is that? June twelfth, Sunday, June twelfth. Now, if somebody wanted to see that work on stage, mm-hmm. where where could they get their yeah. tickets? Well, they could go to uh, Eventbrite. Yes, they can. Isn't it? Eventbrite.com and look up Miscast, Right Singer, Wrong Song, (sighs) and get your butts to North Hollywood. I'm so excited. I know. I know. (laughs) It it was the best part of my day. Yeah. No, it was a good day. It was a good day. Uh, Everybody was sort of chill. We were, we went to the beach. My daughter gave me a Dungeons and Dragons character profile for Mother's Day. Okay. She called it Moms and Monsters. I love it. And... It was hilarious. She put all these little numbers that I have no idea what they mm-hmm. mean. And then she drew a picture. The picture of my character was me with a guitar and singing. Uh-huh. And then she put, what was it for her talent, for her something, for her future? I can't remember. But it said, hopefully she'll get a job at Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> From her oh mouth. God, no, which no which daughter kid. was this one? The favorite? Uh, yeah, yeah. My favorite. Mm-hmm. The one that looks like me. Yeah. Obviously, she's my favorite. Right. <laughs> I mean, hello. Duly noted. Uh, and then Delilah made me the sweetest. She made me a candle. Aww. A really sweet smelling candle with the best little card that was a poem. It was really sweet. How about you? What'd you get? I got this watch, <laughs> which I love. Ooh, Brand new fancy watch. Because nice. it's my my old watch was breaking down and getting frustrating. I love that. Yes. That's a great Mother's Day gift. It, yeah, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And it's a, you know, it's a step counter. So I'll be doing a lot of gesticulating with my hands so that I'm building up those steps, even as we record. You and me. You are. Even as we record. (laughs) Yeah. You're just going to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We can. Uh, I've always thought we should incorporate working out into the podcast because I like to, you know. I don't like to backtrack. I don't like to eat in the same restaurant twice. And I don't like to waste time doing one thing. I want to be able to multitask. Okay, so let's use our cores as we discuss the movie that I sent you Uh to, which I feel has two titles. The one I heard months ago is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Massive Talent. They are Mm -hmm. calling it Massive Talent. They are not calling it by its full name. Really? Much like a little movie I made called 30 Nights of Sex to Save Your Marriage. That everybody just calls 30 nights. People just call 30 yeah. nights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to be funny and say like, it's a bag of dog poop was the other was the other title. I'm kegeling right now. So I got distracted. Yeah. This is good for good. me. <laughs> good, um, good, good. You know, the speak of multitasking. Um, yeah. Well, thank you a thousand times for everything, because uh, here's what I'm going to say. I made a point of going to a movie theater, which I don't do enough. And and this podcast is opening that door for me again. Right. And I love it. I know you I do. I love going to the movie theater. I know theater. you do. So that was great. Yeah. I got to have a date night 
with my husband because uh-huh. I made him go to the movie mm-hmm. with me. And I loved this movie. You did? I loved, loved, loved every second of it. Every second, I would go back and watch it again. I thought Nicolas Cage was a genius. I thought it was hilarious. The movie inside the movie, every minute of it worked. Every minute of it worked. It was my favorite movie ever. And I would tell anybody and I have to, I walked out of there like, go see this movie. Pete. Amazing. Pete, play the trailer, dude, right? Let the people know what this movie's about. Here we go. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. (laughs) What did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth-making. Ah, fuck, man. I'm driving through the hills. I'm sorry. One more time. We got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party. I would never do that. It's the easiest gig ever. You play yourself. What do we know about this guy anyway? Is he into something strange? It's not like he's gonna want you to suck his dick or fuck his wife or watch you watch him fuck his wife. I wouldn't think so. Welcome to Mallorca, Mr. Cage. The guy that owns this house, what's his name? Javi. Is Javi gonna want me to, uh... I am Javi. Nick Cage. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me and you, I do. Is it too much? Is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for it. You all maybe get a sense from listening to the trailer, but it is a very meta movie. In the yeah. best ways possible. Ugh. And it is charming it, and fun and unpredictable. Yep. But it's not as funny as the trailer sold it to be. I wanted laughs. <gasps> I wanted more laughs. What? Oh, my God. There's. Oh, my God. The, How does our friendship survive? The, you, you laughed a lot. I mean, there's one huge yes. centerpiece of the movie where the 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 scene on the wall is genius. Oh, yeah, but, that's really funny. Yep. Um, no, I laughed all the way through. Nicholas Cage made me laugh out loud in the movie theater, giggling, Patrick and I giggling all the way through. So the, in the movie, Nicholas Cage plays a version of himself with a fictitious wife, ex-wife and kid. And he is lampooning himself so beautifully and towing the line between being like, oh, maybe he's a really grounded guy who's made a couple of bad choices. And, oh, no, he's a weird, egomaniacal idiot. And he really towed that line. It was really beautiful. And then I think three times in the movie, out of nowhere, Nicolas Cage is confronted by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> the version of Nicolas Cage. Nikki. Yeah, like the younger, like Ma Huang, like that version of him. Mm-hmm. And when this movie succeeds for me is when it gets weird and then pushes it to even weirder. Like when he is making out with the young version of himself and they're like <laughs> kissing and it's intense. And that's when this movie works for me. I love oh moments like that where you're like, yes, yes. I understand what's happening to some degree, but I'm just yeah. along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I, it worked for me then. 
because it went so far out there, but it also worked just from the, just the basic, like, first of all, you know that I didn't even, Patrick pointed this out, but that there's every, there's so many direct references to Nick Cage movies. Yeah. Like, I think that the young Nikki's probably Moonstruck Nikki or something. He somewhere seemed around like Peggy time. Sue got married, but maybe oh, I'm going be, way too, yeah. far, too far back. And then the scene when he drops into the pool drinking the beer, that's from Leaving Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. That's an actual... Oh, you know all yeah. this. Okay, I didn't know all this. I I kind of got a sense of it when they pull the mask right. off and I'm like, oh, that must be face off, right? Yes. So, and, But that's the fun of right. it. Right. And I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan. However, I'm like, no. oh, what, Con Air, The Rock? Like, I know these movies. Whether I've seen them mm-hmm. or not, I'm aware of the, these references yeah. as a person yeah. in America. Who? Yeah, I mean, how could you not have seen them? And like the back in the day, those were the only movies around, right? right? We weren't sitting, at, <laughs> we weren't sitting at home flicking between Netflix, Hulu, Apple, Amazon. Where's you know? Right. There was the, the movies were just they all had Nick Cage in them. <laughs> I I there wasn't very much about his actual personal life, but it does make me want to go and read about. Well, how much financial trouble did he really get in? And did he really like not want to do Con Air because it wasn't a, you know? Oh, I've seen a documentary about him. Like, uh, and let's put oh. that the word documentary in quotes because it was like an E true Hollywood story or something okay. about how he, he made tons of money in the late 80s, yeah. all through the 90s. But he, he bought, he spent his money like buying islands oh and homes. And so, yeah, he really di- does have financial troubles. And oh the, my God. The, I guess he is known for like, I'll just say yes to whatever projects I can just to get the checks. So that's well, why he's done a lot of direct to videos and, you know, a lot of crap lately. Right. And this is just a commentary about all of that. And he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's really. And the guy who plays his um, his friend, Pedro Pascal. You know, yeah. yeah. I don't know him very well. What's he from? He's the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. I don't watch. Nor that. do I, but I I know these things. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought he was so adorable, and they were so good together. And I loved. It was a buddy comedy, totally. Right? And and it also, if you love movies, which I'm assuming if you're going to the movie theater to see a movie, you love movies, right? Mm-hmm. It just was so. It was so making fun of Hollywood movies, and then it would actually do the thing it was making fun of. Like, maybe we should have a big drug scene, they say, while they're on LSD trying to write a screenplay together. You right. Know? So he's lured to this island, to Mallorca, to, yep. to you know, in the same way that um, Beyonce went and played a concert for the birthday of, like, some awful dictator, and she didn't know he was a dictator. Like, Nicolas Cage just goes, because it's a million dollars. and Yeah whilst there they bond and then they decide to write a screenplay together and that's Mm -hmm. and then they are writing what they're experiencing like in the moment (laughs) and and there's a whole is pedro pascal a good guy or is he a drug cartel leader and yep and has he lured nicholas cage here for nefarious reasons or not and it's a ton of fun it's so fun. And I, I have to say there was a moment when it started to go more into the action part of mm-hmm. it. As they were talking about, like, oh, every movie needs blah, 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 you know. And I at that point, I was like, oh, no, is this just going to become a, an actual action movie? But it didn't. I felt like they kept making it funny. And they kept having it like the scene where Nicolas Cage and um, why can't I remember his name? Pedro Pascal. Pedro. God, I'm like, Christopher Walton. That's not his name. <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> 
Who's that? Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Oh, that song is in Tootsie. Oh, yes. See, I wrote it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to say that before, but obviously that's why it's a we disagree. Um, No, uh, Pedro Pascal, they they both, because of their storylines, have been told that they have to kill the other. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So the scene of them being totally in love with each other and not wanting to murder the other guy, but knowing that they have to do Mm -hmm. it. It was so sweet. Yeah. It was such a like, I love such a great handling of stuff like that. So that's like where it brings the human. They really focus on the friendship. I love it. They're even walking through the town going, oh, yeah, I hate those talkie movies. Those like just two people talking Mm -hmm. while they're just two people talking on the screen. I it was it was everything I love. Yeah. Like everything I love about a movie. And then also it got to be this fun story and action thing. And it got to be about the movie. So it was like checked all the boxes. And by the way, anything Sharon Horgan is in ever all the time. Yes. I will watch anything she does. Yep. She is my most favorite actress in the world. And I love her hair. Yes. She's too. got great hair. She's great yep. in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Now let's talk about what I did not like. We're gonna we're gonna name okay. this section what I did not like. Mm-hmm. Really, cl- I'm into clever names. Um, yes, yeah, so you guys can fast forward through this <laughs> if you. <laughs> no, legitimately, um, Neil Patrick Harris was wasted. You don't get Neil Patrick Harris to play the slick Hollywood agent and then give him two quick scenes where he doesn't really push it to a. Par- he wasn't a parody of an agent. You know what I mean? He was just like. Well, he made. Oh my God! He made us laugh out loud, though. What did you? That line when he goes, when he calls and says, "Like this is a, a, a terror." Uh, like he says, "I can't, I don't know about the millionaire thing," and he's like, "I know it was a terrible idea. I never should have done it." Blah blah blah. You know, worst idea ever. And Nicholas Cage like, goes, "I'll do it." I'm I'm in, and he goes, "You'll love it. Right. Great great idea. Yeah. I'll make it work." No, I know, but it just wasn't enough. I felt like it yeah. was a wasted. Um, opportunity to have somebody I love the comic stylings of right yeah. and then but he didn't disappoint you in what he did you just thought you wanted more I wanted of him. more of him and I wanted him to be better utilized um you know to show up on the island that's where I was hoping it was going like that he right. had to go collect his client because his client was you know not fulfilling his part of the contract or something but he didn't he doesn't really do much and then um there are two CIA agents who they are there to figure out whether Pedro Pascal is the the big baddie. It's a technical term. And they mm-hmm. see Nicolas Cage and they're like, what the hell? Why is Nicolas Cage staying with this drug cartel guy? And those are played by Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish. Anyone who knows me knows I have no tolerance for Tiffany Haddish. I cannot I cannot stand her. She is yeah. in this movie. Doesn't really do anything. I did not know that about you, actually. Oh. Well, anyone who listens to me. Sorry. I should have specified. Oh, not just who knows me. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I don't like her. I'm sure she's a nice person. And I admire yeah. that she created her career. I really love that. But I just... Great backstory. She has a great yeah, backstory. And I've heard it. Mm-hmm. But I just... Her style is too much for me. And... Mm-hmm. Yet in this, she was like wasted. Like they, she was like a serious CIA agent with one laugh in the movie. Well, yeah, I think that's why they, I was like, why would Tiffany Haddish do this part? And I thought she probably wanted to do something like this because it's the most serious I've ever seen her be. 
she did have to be funny uh-huh. for parts of it, but not she was not the comic delivery. Right. But I don't it wasn't a broad comedy, though. No, but that, you know, I, I question having Ike Barinholtz, who I think is a comedic genius, as her partner. Him. And they didn't get any laughs. And then cut to uh, a scene and he's dead with no explanation and nothing. <laughs> and she's like on her last, you know, last breath. Don't you think a massive part of them was cut? Don't you think we missed oh, so much? Why would I Ike Barinholtz take it if he's only in like two or three scenes not doing anything? I don't know, because it's such a good script. I, I mean, because it was yeah. such a funny movie. Maybe that, you know. Also, Ike Barinholtz, this is, I, I, you just told me his name and I I. I told I was like somebody's like Scott Tiffany Haddish and that guy you'd know his face I can't remember his name so I didn't know him by he was not super famous to me but I knew his face right. and I love him but I wouldn't I couldn't remember where I've seen him before so is he that like what what is he famous for well he was on Mad TV oh. that's how he got his start for years okay. and years and then he has written and starred in I mean he's been Amy Poehler's love in the movie Sisters and. Uh, okay, I'm actually watching okay. the movie Snatched with Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn, and he's oh, her brother in that. Like that? he's he's and he just started an after party on Apple TV. He is everywhere all the time. Oh, right, but party, known for being that. very funny and, and Haddish too. right. But he's known for being quirky and funny, and he really wasn't. Yeah, and then he was dead. So I just wonder right. what we missed. Um, I want to shout out to Tom Gormican, the writer-director, and he had a co-writer, Kevin Etten. How do you think, like, you're sitting around... Oh, my God. Guarantee they were high, right? <laughs> what if... Okay, wait, 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 this is it. This is the idea. We Like, Nicolas Cage has to go to an island because it's a, you know, a rich Nicolas Cage fan is there, and they... Right. What if Nicolas Cage had said no? Yeah. Well... I think this is where I also want to do backstory. I'm I'm gonna look this guy up. I I want to do a backstory on this because I f- Nicholas Cage is a producer. Now a lot of actors just become producers, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're fancy. Mm-hmm. But I don't it probably was his idea, Tom Gormican. Uh but or or it was the other writer's idea, and then Tom Gormican was just directing it. His, he has a fun name to say, doesn't he? Gormican. 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 Anyway, but I'm wondering, like, w- w- was it the chicken or the egg? Like, did Nick Cage express some sort of, I'd like to do a self-parodying project? Like, was it his idea, and he pitched it, and he get, got writers to take give a take on it? I don't know. I'm curious as to how it... This is the kind of yeah. research that should have happened before we pressed record, because I don't know I'm either. I'm looking and... Yeah. Let me tell you, this guy's done very, very, very little. little. No, I, yeah. yeah, he has, like, no credits, which makes me think yeah. he's probably a friend of Nicolas Cage or something. But while you're yeah. looking this up and doing this research... He's done nothing. Right. Oh, my God. Yes. This is going to launch him into a stratosphere. If people see it. Um, I am surprised oh. by how many people were like, what? What's the movie? It, you know, it's because uh, I've been waiting for it for months. But yeah, one fun thing I did during the movie, during any slower parts, yes. keep it clean, Fabian. What? I, I I said nothing. Are you? Yeah, you're giving me the look. <laughs> no, one fun thing I did was think if Nicolas Cage had said no, 
there are other actors who could have done this type of self-parody. Of course. Right? Yes. So yep. I had a little fun game of like who those mm. people would be. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And should we give man jobs and move on to the game? Oh, no, no, no. This isn't the, this isn't the game. Oh. This is just me watching the movie your... thinking, well, is Johnny Depp now he's in like a trial. So he's too far Ugh. gone yep. to achieve mm-hmm. this. Uh, certainly Robert Downey Jr. has enough history and oh, weirdness God, in yeah. his past to for sure to play that up ben affleck i feel has enough weirdness and <sighs> right yeah i mean then yeah. there are like the sad ones like gary Busey. no one's gonna run out and see like a gary Busey, right mel gibson yeah, that's uh-uh, true you can't do that right Ugh, no. no you can't Mm-mm. but who are some other real famous parodyable actors well, I guess it depends on how important it is that, like, that they have that notorious thing that's going on in their life that they're solving. Because mm-hmm. that, I think, was part of the fun of this mm-hmm. is that, I mean, although I don't know about Nicolas Cage's financial troubles, I had heard that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it wouldn't matter, right? But, like, if they have an actual, like, Ben Affleck, maybe it wouldn't be funny because what's he going to solve? Is he going to figure out how to be faithful to a woman for once or you know or whatever it is, that he, it is did he have anger issues i don't i don't know what he i don't remember i don't know what his actual thing mm-hmm. is um like the the tired action hero i mean like george clooney is a big but he's not he does really great stuff so i'm trying to think of the people that do not great projects right that and or just enough to pull from their past their weirdness like what about angelina jolie to pull from, like, she was wearing the blood of her husband and, you know, tore apart Hollywood's most famous beloved marriage. And there's, like, yeah, enough yeah, yeah. that if she's willing to wink at it. So I don't. I just think yeah. it's interesting how far Nicolas Cage was willing to go making fun of himself. I think it's such a great, it's such a great idea. And it was so perfect for him. But you could really do it with anybody, couldn't you? You have to use what you they could, bring, I mean, and, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be lining up. Like, I mean, you could do it with Tom Cruise. Not without mentioning Scientology. Well, no, you could. You could mention marriage. He's pretty good at making fun of himself. Not about Scientology, but like he 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 pokes fun at himself a little bit when he um, uh, a little bit. <laughs> I think like uh, he's such an action star, you know, the idea that that. The whole, I mean, if you think of just objectively, it's an action star who is down in his luck, can't get a job. And he, Matthew McConaughey, huh? Uh-huh. Matthew McConaughey, yeah, that would, would be it. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, they would all, who wouldn't want to do a movie like this? It was a love letter to Nicolas Cage. Right. And he ends up being a hero in the end. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's, I love Nicolas Cage more in this movie than I've ever loved him in any other movie. Oh. I've never been a huge fan. Or me, me too, hands down. I don't. I don't dislike him, but in this movie, I was like, oh my God, you're a movie star. John Travolta's another one that would be an interesting, mm-hmm. except he's not a big action. All uh, you'd want to do is name Scientologists. Kirstie Alley could do it. Jenna Elfman. I mean, it really, Beck could be anybody. It's weird, but like, <laughs> gosh, I guess that, you know, it makes me think I should have signed up like five years ago because clearly it works. Right, right, right. We'll never know. We all know their names. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dang it. We missed the boat. And I lived right by that Celebrity Scientology Center 
Jeremy lived right by that Celebrity Scientology Center. Why didn't we ever go? We could have, this, this podcast could have been so huge, huger even than it is now. How could it be huger than it is now? And we would have, exactly, we would have called it shirtless and it would have just been the three of us friends, you, me, and the only, the opinion, the only time we ever agree. Like the three of oh, us could have talked, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, yeah. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, so you loved uh, it. Let's hear how many man jobs it's going to get. I'm going to give it six. Uh, that's so exciting. No, I loved this movie like I haven't loved a movie in a long, 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 long time. Oh, I'm Perfection so for me. glad. I, yep, I loved it. Thank you. I was more tempered in my love of it. I would say like 3.75, 4, or in hovering in that area. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. Uh, there's a fun cameo at the end that we won't spoil. But Oh my God, I totally forgot what that is. Of course you did. But oh, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fun <laughs> movie and definitely yeah. something you could stream. It doesn't have to be seen on the big screen. It's just a lot of fun. No, it's I love it. Yes. So, well, let's tell the people that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. And speaking of all the people we that are listening to our podcast, we said Shirtless. it couldn't be <laughs> more popular. Uh, we have a new review from <gasps> Fandy number 1.5. So he or she is somewhere in between us, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining a hilarious like review. So click on our reviews and read this review. It's very, very funny. Uh, and leave your own review. Click five stars and leave a review and we will give you a shout out in the next podcast. Oh. Yeah, we are whores for attention. Uh, Yes, if you want to come say hello to us also, you can come on to Discord. That's that cute little app with the little white face. It looks like a little video gamer. It's very hip, you guys. It's the only place to be. There's a community channel, and then there's also a special secret Man Cave member channel, a.k.a. a Fandy channel. You get the, you get there by going to mancave.com slash discord. You can join us there. And how do you become a member? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, you go to mancave.com slash Fandy. That's F-A-N-D-Y. And it's only like five bucks a month, but you get really cool deep insights on things. Uh, I think I'm doing a Kegel training seminar up there. Yeah. Like life affirming, life expanding stuff, guys. So, you know, uh, almost, almost a self-help channel. Uh, anyway, we'll give you uh, bonus content and also you get like sweet birthday messages for your birthday. Uh, and you can get merch and it's adorable and supports our show mancave.com slash merch there's phone cases and i'm i'm reading here pillows i i don't have a pillow yet do you teas i don't have a mug tote bags uh (gasps) the mugs are good it's all good quality those sweatshirts are really cozy i know me too Mm -hmm. so really good so you don't have to worry about that get merchandise uh support us love us we love you we love you thank you all right, so for my game, I'm Thank going you. to switch it up. And I'm nervous about this because it is a beloved game that I've been playing for years that I've never played with you. Uh, and there might be a reason why, because you are notoriously uh, non-good uh, at memory. I'm not making any sense. Your memory's not oh, so good. Oh, wow. It's a memory game? Well, Ooh. it's a thinking 
of titles game. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, but it can be fun for the people to listen to how bad I am in it. I'm much better at making stuff up on the spot. Wouldn't you agree? Well, Mm -hmm. maybe you could slip one by me. So here's how it works. That's a good name for a title. (laughs) Right. So we have a title. Uh, Let's say, oh my gosh. um, Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies is not going to work. Let's say Die Hard. Okay. 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 So Wait a yes and, but okay. It's just not going to work, trust me. So we're going to use the movie Die Hard. And then it's not a competition. You, me, together... You could add something to the front of it that ends in the word die. Like, okay. uh, all people die. <laughs> an actual title of something. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't even think of one right now, but I'm sure there are. Or hardly working. Yeah. Uh, yep. Or, yes, die hard. And so you could do like, uh, die hard to kill. And then you could do die hard to killing fields. And right, you can oh, build so, either way um, and you end up with a okay. long, nonsensical title, you know, because you're building from the okay. beginning and the end. And it's fun and it's a little challenging. Great. And we're going to start with. But wait, so so you're adding actual titles so that you end up ultimately with a large, nonsensical, not a real title. Right. Okay. Right. So, yep. and we can do movies or TV. I don't care. But that, so, you know, um, I feel like there's a movie called A Good Day to Die. Is this, is that a James Bond movie? I don't know. But let's say it there was. Like so a, it would be like a good day to die hard, uh, hard to killing fields uh, or hard, you know, and we could be loose field of dreams, you know, like yeah. we can, uh, we're, we're loose. We're just doing this. So play along at home. <laughs> See yep. what, titles you can come up with because i want to start with okay unbearable weight of massive talent okay can you put something on the beginning or the end uh uh and i will keep it of unbearable unbearable something that Uh, leads to that sound okay you mean like bad news on bears nope i mean nope <laughs> well, something how, that ends. I, with I only the, know one with, movie with unbearable. Something that ends with un, or something that starts with talent. Oh, oh, okay. So like Empire of the Sun, yes, bearable. Yes, 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 yes. Brilliant. Okay, uh, so it's still it's it's syllables. It's not it can the be. actual word. It can be. Okay. I you know. All right. Whatever makes it keep going. So we have Empire. Of the sunbearable weight of massive, <laughs> talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. I, I, uh, is there a movie? Is there a movie called? Um, I think there is. Uh, what about Empire of the Sunbearable Weight of Massive, Talented Mr. Rip? Please marry me. It, there's something called Please Marry Me. Yeah. All right. Oh, look at you faking it. I'm looking it up. I'm sure there is. Come on. Please marry me movie. Come on. Why can't I think of something that ends in empire? There's got to be. The last empire? Is that? No, that's the last emperor. Oh, right, right, right. Um, um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it has to end mm-hmm. in empire. Um, um, it could also end in emp. The temp. 
<laughs> the Tempire of the Sun. Huh? I'm loving this game. Is that a word? That's a movie, right? The Temp? Yeah, sure it is. Yes. Yeah, it has um, Robert De Niro and... Uh, um, oh, and Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yes. yeah. <gasps> Good one, man. Okay. Um, I ride airplanes. Right, right, right. Um, temp. <laughs> Why don't we stick with uh, the Tempire of this unbearable weight of massive, talented Mr. Ripley's Marry Me... Uh, mean Girls. Oh my God, that's so good. Okay, okay, yes. Um, Tempire of the unbearable okay. weight of massive, talented Mr. Ripley's Merry Mean Girls. Uh, girl gone. Girls gone. Girl. Wait, what's the one? Girl. Girl, comma. Girl, comma. Uh, Interrupted. Uh, uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not girls. Oh my god! Okay, there were multiple okay. girls in that All right. movie. I'll, I, no, we could do no, no, we could do a girl. Well, if go, you let's do if girl. Can. If we're gonna do girl, let's do girl. Gone with the wind, right? <laughs> yes. How about uh, gone with the wind river, or gone with the wind wind walkers? With, I don't know. I wind talkers. Good wind with. Wind Talkers. I think that's a that's real a one, isn't it? Nicholas Cage movie, which might wrap this one up very nicely. <laughs> I love it. The, okay, oh so what we God. the movie we just created that now mm-hmm. we have twenty four hours to write, film, edit, right? Yeah. The, I just finished Act One and I sent it to you, but the Empire of the unbearable weight of massive talented <laughs> Mister Ripley's Merry Mean Girl gone with the Wind Talkers. <laughs> I'm applauding. You're right. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's good fun. Good, clean fun. That is very good, clean fun. Would you like to do one more or would you like to let it lie? Oh, oh let's let it lie. Okay. Uh, but it was very fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I just don't know how we would ever top it. I want to <laughs> do that again. That was really great. Uh, okay. No, I want to tell you what we're watching. Yeah. Next, for next week. Yeah. We are going to watch... Mm-hmm. Under the Banner of Heaven. Yes, 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 yes. All right, I'm so psyched oh, on Hulu. This is a gift I, because I was so happy with what you gave me. This is a gift I'm giving you because I know you're going to love yes. this. Oh, God, yeah. are you kidding? It's like, yeah, it's got everything. It's like got the cult thing. It's true crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. It's, I'm, it's like porn for you. If you Google porn for Mandy Kaplan, this comes. Don't, oh, please don't, don't do that. Google that. No, got don't everyone, Fandies, please don't do but, that. Yeah. I don't want to know. you did, it would be the title of, of, it would be Under the Banner of Heaven. Yes. Or Under the, Under the something, Ball Sack of something. Oh, oh God, I'm so sorry. I made a ball sack joke. <laughs> Why are you sorry? <laughs> I don't know. Just. I don't know if it's a classy way to close it out. Thanks, everybody. Good night. <laughs> well, I feel like Under the Banner of Heaven is a perfect way to play the, the title game for next week. <laughs> yes, let's do it. I won't Done. spoil it. Uh, oh, yay. Well. Dunder the Banner of Heaven. I love you. I love you, everybody. Uh, become a Fandy and reach out to us on Discord or on social media at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens. Or at Mandy Fab on Instagram. We'll see you next week. Bye. Woo!